Hey everyone, this is Digital Learning, a Student's Perspective. My name is Isabel Crespo, and in this episode, I will be talking with junior Grace Denny and her mother, Amy Denny, about Grace's experience with learning virtually this fall. With school being conducted in a virtual fashion due to COVID-19, students and teachers have had to, and are currently, finding ways to adapt to this new approach to learning. The three common approaches have been synchronous, asynchronous, and hybrid learning. Synchronous learning means that there is a structured schedule and mandatory meeting times in real time, like Zoom calls or Google Meets. Asynchronous learning is distance education with assignments and instructions available online for students to work through without real-time interaction. And hybrid learning is a balance of the previous two. What I think is really important to recognize about online learning is that it is all a trial run, a series of experiments that are testing new and innovative ways to teach. However, some of these experiences and experiments haven't been successful with students, and some have been. In a few moments, I will be joined by junior Grace Denny, who will talk about her experience with Jesuit's digital learning in regards to what is working well and what needs some improvement. So back in the spring, Jesuit implemented an asynchronous learning schedule where um, you, I, and other students basically had the freedom and flexibility to complete our work at our own leisure because assignments were posted at 10 a.m. and they were due at 10 a.m. the next day. And there was only one Zoom call required per week in each class. But now in the fall, Jesuit has enforced an asynchronous learning schedule, which consists of um, you, me, and other students at Jesuit attending three to four 80-minute Zoom calls a week. Um, how do you feel about this transition from asynchronous learning to synchronous learning? I would definitely say that from the spring to the fall, it's definitely just been a shift, just like solely because of the amount of time spent on Zoom. Like you said, in the spring, it was much different. Like you would get an assignment, work on it yourself and turn it in. And that it kind of, um, it forced like this really interesting sense of independence where you had to Mm -hmm. schedule out your day and really figure things out. And it was, it was kind of nice actually to get good practice doing that. Um, This fall, it's definitely been a lot different just with like the sheer amount of Zoom that we're attending. That's one challenge you're facing. What have been like overall, what have been some challenges to learning virtually, to learning online? I think the biggest factor that I miss just about school in general is that social aspect. Um, You see those people that you don't always see outside of school who are like kind of your school friends more than like your close friends. And I really miss those interactions and just you know goofing around in class it's a it's a lot different than you know joining a zoom call and the teacher's like how's everyone doing like in person it would be a lot more vibrant and like more of a bustling environment um so I think that's been the biggest like difference just in terms of school and learning that way I do think it's also a little bit more difficult to get help from a teacher because normally you could just walk up to them in class and ask them a simple question and you still have those resources like you can email them call them into a breakout room or something it's just a little harder to form that connection with your teacher like in the first place do you think teachers 
need to improve in terms of how they're teaching any um yeah anything that teachers need to improve upon with how they're conducting online learning I know this is going to be very difficult for teachers just like creating that sense of community but I think um just um fostering an environment where people aren't afraid to speak in the first place so just being like a welcoming and friendly person I think that can really go far in terms of like a classroom environment over zoom I think um icebreakers like community circle check-ins can be good and I also think there's also a certain like intangible aspect of it where there's just this certain feeling in the class and like the vibe of the class can kind of determine how um, how students engage. So I think it's just important for teachers to um, be considerate of just the environment they're creating and how the students might feel um, in terms of speaking up and uh, being engaged in that community. Um, on the contrary, what are teachers actually doing well um, to make online learning more functional and effective? I'd say, um, the Canvas page has actually been really well organized this year. I think that's been a huge improvement since the spring. Every Canvas page you can just click on and there's like a detailed outline of the week. So there's no confusion in terms of like what you're doing and what's due when. And I do think that teachers are given like a very difficult task this fall just because we're stepping into this uncharted territory. And um, to be engaged and to engage students for eight, like two 80 hour Zooms every week, that's not an easy task. So I think teachers have done a good job um, just uh, formatting class, structuring it and making it interesting for the students and making it a good learning environment. Like- I guess one do you think is more sustainable? More sustainable in terms of, in terms of school, I think, um, synchronous is more sustainable just because um, it it does feel a lot more like you're actually at school and like you're learning in a similar way that we were you know before COVID-19 so I think that's um, I think it's more sustainable for that but I also think the 80 minute zooms may not be the most sustainable just because I know a lot of people um, do have a hard time focusing for the uh, for the long period. So I think certain aspects of asynchronous and synchronous um, prove to work well. And I think like a combination may be the best method going forward. And I do know some teachers have done that where they're not spending the whole 80 minutes on Zoom and they're letting students go work on their own. And I think that's been very effective just so we're uh, breaking up the Zoom time. Thank you so much for coming on the call, Grace. Yeah, thank you for having me, yeah. We just listened to Grace Denny speaking about her experience with online learning. Now we are going to transition into a parent's perspective on the subject. In a few moments, Grace's mom, Amy Denny, will talk with us live about how she sees her daughter, Grace, handling online learning. Hello, Mrs. Denny. Thank you so much for joining me and Grace on this podcast. Thanks for having me, Isabel. 
What do you think are the challenges you see Grace facing with online learning? I think while it is nice for her to see students every day, that it is different than seeing people in person. So I think that the social aspect um, is still something that she's really missing out on at this time. How have you helped Grace manage online learning? Have you done anything to really support her through this process? Well, Grace is an incredibly hard worker, and I think sometimes she needs to remember that she also needs some downtime. So I've just been trying to remind her to get up and walk around. Um, A lot of days we try to go for a walk at lunchtime or just get out for a bike ride if we can to, you know, help her keep her mental health intact. I think that's really important during this time. In regards to the difference between asynchronous learning and synchronous learning. So do you prefer the new style of learning that is being implemented this fall versus the spring? I do just because I feel like it gives her more opportunities to see peers and hopefully spend time in breakout rooms and having small discussions. And I feel like that interaction with other students does make it a little bit more like being at school in a classroom. So I feel that the synchronous learning is better for her. Consider Grace a, a student that is dependent on teacher instruction, um, that kind of, or is that someone that likes that kind of regularity of um, direction? Or would you consider her an independent, self-motivated learner, or a hybrid of both? Well, I actually think she is pretty self-motivated, and she can do well as an independent learner, so I don't worry about her too much in that regard, but I really feel like the um, teacher-led Zooms, just what I like them for more is that connection with other students. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, Isabel. from Grace and Amy Denny, who gave an inside scoop into how Grace, a junior at Jesuit, is handling digital learning this fall. It's important to evaluate how the school virtual method is working for you, so that you can make the necessary adjustments for a better and smoother fall term. I'm Isabel Crespo, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Digital Learning, A Student's Perspective.